so I'm I'm um, driving down the Keys along the River Liffey and uh, come up the set of lights um, about maybe seven cars down seven or eight cars down from the lights and I see this dude uh, begging at the, the at the windows of the cars ahead of me and he's familiar to me I've seen him before in around Christchurch um, that's where he does his begging uh, I haven't seen him on the Keys before though um, and he's about I'd say five eight five seven five eight and he's got this big black beard he doesn't look irish to me i don't know where he's from doesn't have an irish accent from what i can tell uh up up close he doesn't look uh like he has he, do, he doesn't have the eyes of an alcoholic or a, or a drug addict um he looks he looks healthy to me um he's a sleeping bag draped over his arm big back pack on his back full of stuff um Looks reasonably clean. He's got a big crucifix hanging around his neck, and uh, I don't know. Maybe he's well, like. Ultimately, I think everybody chooses the life they live, regardless of your your predicament or your conditions. Um, but this guy doesn't look destitute to me. He doesn't look. I'm making a judgment here, you know, from what I can tell. Um, he doesn't look uh, strung out. He does look like he sleeps on the street maybe he sleeps in a hostel maybe he doesn't but uh, my mind is going through these different scenarios and I'm thinking about why me or somebody else wouldn't give him any money we might make a judgement and some people are not some people roll down their windows give him a couple of couple of coins other people most people don't and regardless he's got the same response he's very thankful thank you very much and he's thumbs up and all that kind of stuff and uh so the lady up up ahead of me a couple of cars rolled down our window and gave him a few coins threw it in his cup and the next guy didn't give him anything uh i gave him a few coins but in my mind i have this uh not not a battle because I've already kind of made up my mind. Sometimes I give people be- people who beg. Sometimes I give sometimes I give them money. Sometimes I don't. And I wonder why is that? You know, are some people who live on the street worthy of a few coins, and some people not? Are they not all deserving of a reasonable um, way of life, shelter, uh, warm bed? So then I'm thinking about the state and why they don't do it. And why they'd rather give uh, our tax monies to large corporates and institutions. Banks, for example, that uh, went bust from 2008. Or the IMF and leave people like him on the street. So what can I do? Well, I don't know. Maybe you can give him a note. Maybe I can give him a coin. A couple of notes, a couple of coins. Um... Should I pity him? I don't think so. I don't. I don't pity him, but I do recognise that he probably needs that couple of euro, five euro, ten euro, twenty, fifty euro more than I do, and I probably wouldn't miss it anyway. But why am I so hesitant to to, to give that over? To give him that? Why is anybody so hesitant to give people who beg money, regardless of their condition or situation? They could be alcoholics or drug addicts or whatever. Lots of people on the street are suffering with uh, 
chronic mental illness and mental conditions, an inability to uh, operate within the sphere of the society that we've built. But we'll judge them nonetheless, you know. We'll judge them whether they're worthy or not of a few euro from our pocket. And uh, I kind of look at my own mindset as I kind of move through these thoughts, you know. Um, and why I think the way I do. I gave him a few euro for what it, for what it matters. Um, but some people some people give him money and some people don't. Now, is there something wrong with those people? No, you know, you don't judge like it's not right for me to sit and judge anybody who gives him money or anybody who doesn't give him money. You know. Um, but it's an interesting question. What would you do, or what do you do? And this uh, this kind of monologue on my part is, is kind of like an extension of um, the answer I offered to uh, Patrick's question. Patrick, over it, we live on a planet. He said, "What would you what would you what would you say if you met yourself?" Or I forgot that right. Um, or how would you expect yourself to behave if you were in someone else's shoes, looking at you? Um, and you know, there are plenty of things um, in the world that we don't like and plenty of behaviours from other people that we wish were different and that we try to maintain are wrong or good and bad and all this kind of stuff. And really that's quite shallow because um, you don't know the shit that I'm going through or you don't know the shit that that guy at the side of the road begging is going through. You don't, you and me, we don't know the life that they live and we don't know the reasons that they're there. And it's very easy to just take a snapshot and make a judgment on it. And uh, human nature is such that we do make judgment calls. Now, you can make a judgment call about somebody and uh, put all your energy into telling them or maintaining that they should change. Or you can accept them, you can notice it, make a judgment call on it and accept that this is how they live and it's none of your business you know it's only your business and my business if we make it that way and everybody's entitled to live the lives that they want to live and we don't know the road that everyone else is on and i don't know the road that, that guy at the traffic lights begging for change is on sure he's got a he's got a fat face and he looks healthy and uh, i might wonder why he's on the street in the first place and I might question whether or not he's even worthy of that few euro. But that's very kind of shallow to me. Um, unless, of course, I can flip that idea around and recognise that really it's none of my business, you know, and that he's entitled to live his life whatever way he wants. And uh, it shouldn't be a problem for me to reach in my pocket and pull out a few coins for him. Why should that be a problem? Why should that be a problem for me or anybody? But then again, I've got to be careful because uh, those people who choose not to give them money um, are making a decision too, are making a judgment too. And if I judge, if I make a judgment call on them and say what they're doing is right, wrong, good or bad, well, does that make me any, any better? I mean, there's a certain sickening um, self-righteousness that exists in the world that people say... Uh, and maintain that everybody should behave in a particular way towards certain people because 
how they live is wrong or how they live is improper. Um, and, you know, there's nothing worse than, than a self-righteous person, uh, a holier-than-thou individual, maintaining that uh, the world should be the way they see it, uh, you know, or what they would, the world should be the way they feel it should be, all godly and all that crack. You can be all godly, but accept that everybody is on their own path. That's what I, that's my position. So uh, why not give him a few quid? But then again, if you feel that he doesn't deserve it, well then don't give him it. It's up to you. There's more people pass by the guys that sit on the Hapney Bridge with empty coffee cups than there are stop to give them change. Um, but each to their own, you know. But I do believe the state should... Uh, there shouldn't be homelessness. There shouldn't be any reason. There should be facilities. The state that we employ, the people that we run, that we employ to run our our state, our society, get enough money from us. Uh, these facilities should be provided, absolutely first and foremost, and everything else then come after that, because we have a particular level of of appreciation for um, human beings that we need to display I mean that's fundamental and to do anything less is is negligent um, I don't know maybe it's a reflection of a well it is a reflection of of society as a whole the fact that it is the way it is how could it not be we're in constant exchange with each other that's how we build the self you know la 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 Larry from the lab. Couple of call-ins to share with you now. Go and kick them out. Check it out. Hey, what's up, Larry? Just so you know, um, I made a segment. It's the last segment on my station at this point um, about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. No, it's more than just that stupid... um, snippet clip teaser shit I did like I was fucking Warner Brothers Entertainment doing the fucking you know DC Comics movie trailer I don't know why that took so long to come out my brain I'm just waking up man I had a weird fucking day my bad I've been wild rambling in this call-in but I said what I needed to say I put the thing up in the call-in um hey make your next move your best move Larry, it's Patrick. I just wanted to call your station and let you know um, I answered that, but I will answer. I will give you the question that it was, just in case you want to in a call-in. Have you ever wanted to meet yourself from someone else's point of view? There you go, Larry, my friend. And I really do like your website. It was beautiful. When I got your newsletter this morning, I liked reading it after even hearing it today. And then I also liked how uh, reading your segment, I can push one of your uh, highlighted and it brings me to another one of your segments that have already been done. So beautiful, beautiful work and uh, beautiful layout and beautiful setup that you got going on there, Larry. So I enjoyed it and I appreciated it. So thank you, my friend. Hey, Larry, it's Bertie. I'm using the pen and pixel accounts where I try to train students, different different degrees of students, different degree programs to get their voice. And just give you a heads up, in April, late April 2018, we're going to have an ICT-EDU conference. By the way, Monday evening, 
hashtag ICTEDU, well, at ICTEDU, which is one of our, my other Twitter accounts, will participate in EdChat, i.e. It's an online Twitter conversation that runs from 8.30 to 9.30 on Mondays. And tonight, I expect the topic to be something concerning technology in the classroom. Sometime. During the month of April, I expect to control that EdChat IE channel and connect it to a back end on Anchor. Anyway, good stuff on the Artist Manifesto and the Daily LARP, as always. Bye for now. That's my little iron skillet you can hear. Got the gas on it, got the chicken on top of it, got the gas underneath it, and it's cooking away. So, Firstly, Damien, uh, Patrick, and Bernie, thanks for the call-ins, gentlemen. I should have actually responded to each one individually. However, I boobed and I published all the call-ins at the same time. So, uh, apologies for that. Um, in response, Damien, um, looking forward to seeing more or hearing more about that league of extraordinary uh, gentlemen. Uh, very interesting. Um, Patrick, thanks for the compliment. Uh, that team is a studio press team, and uh, I didn't have a whole pile of customization to do with it. The customization I did carry out was pretty straightforward, um, and uh, you can get it from studiopress.com. Is it? Um, I think the team was about thirty, no, ninety dollars, and you install that on your WordPress.com site. Let me know if you want to know more about how to do that sort of crack. Um, I've just taught myself how to do it over the years. Um, Bernie, uh, yeah, I might, uh, I might check out that uh, Twitter chat tonight. Um, and looking forward to uh, finding out more about that conference in April. Um, always interesting, that kind of stuff. And thank you uh, also for the kind compliments on uh, the Artist Manifesto, uh, etc. Gentlemen, I hope you have a good evening, wherever you're at. Uh, I'm going to sign off now and have my chicken. All right.